welcome to this Meetings Today podcast recorded live right here from the show floor at IMAX America 2022. I am here today with Tammy Ruth, Marriott's Head of Global Sales, and we are here to talk about very interesting and exciting developments to the Marriott brand. Um, Tammy, thank you so much for joining me today. Yes, thank you for having me. Of course. So I heard a little bit about the new project with Google and Marriott um, and joining the journey to create a more inclusive industry, which is something that you know we are always aiming to be more inclusive and emphasizing DEI initiatives. Um, and so what types of topics will be discussed and what can attendees kind of expect of the project's future today? Yes, so I actually had the privilege of listening to the presentation yesterday mm -hmm. from the people at Google who are doing this work. In fact, if you have some extra time today, they're, they're right behind us here and I would love to introduce you. I knew a little bit about it, but about 20 minutes into them talking, I'm like, this might be one of the coolest things that's going on in the industry. So I'm going to do my best. I just learned about it. Okay, yeah. so I'll do my best. but. Um, this is definitely something you're going to want to know more about. But th so they call um, this is the Google team that is responsible for global meetings and events. And the leader decided that he wanted to make sure that they created what they they're calling an experience institute, which is trying to figure out what is the next the future of meetings and events. And it's all founded on the emotional purpose of meetings. Okay. Which is really cool because in this day and age, we know that it's a different ball game for people coming back to these face-to-face -face meetings. Mm -hmm. And the one I'm going to, this is the one that she was talking about yesterday that I, I just think is one of the coolest things. And I'm going to look at my notes here, but it's called the new project mm -hmm. in EU and it's neuro inclusive meetings and events. And what okay. that is, this is, and so this is just one slice of what they're doing, is that's about the people that come to meetings and it could, and it's primarily whether you have an um, attention deficit disorder, um, autistic, uh, anything like that, where coming to a meeting and trying to figure out how you have a place in that meeting where you can learn and absorb it takes real consideration by the meeting professional, the person who's putting the agenda together, the content, to be really thoughtful about that part of your audience. And then we were even talking about how that branches out to people who maybe haven't traveled for the last couple of years and coming to an event like IMEX yes. is overwhelming. Incredibly overwhelming. Right? Mm -hmm. So you've got to be very thoughtful about the agenda or places that you people can go to just get away for a little bit and regroup. So that is the kind of the, the overarching is, is about how to make meetings more emotionally intelligent. Mm -hmm. And I we are so excited to be working with them. And there's a lot of other industry organizations that are going in. I, I Yesterday, the Merits uh, travel team yes. was a part of it. So we're, it's really exciting work. So I think you'll want to learn more about that. Yes, that's definitely something I want to touch um look more into, especially um, because I feel it also kind of goes alongside with Marriott's support of people with disabilities. You know, there's so many different kind of things to consider when you are planning meetings like this that kind of, a lot of people don't really think about them all the time. Um, but what does it mean to have been the first company in our industry to establish a board of directors led committee focused on advancing inclusive opportunities somewhat like this? and with accountability metrics at the highest levels that include 
diversity goals tied to compensation and bonuses. You know, Marriott is really a trailblazer in this. So what is that like for you guys? Yeah, well, 30, I've worked for the company for 39 years mm -hmm. and I've worked for Marriott that long because of the culture. Yes. And part of that culture is being a very inclusive company. Mm -hmm. And we've always, always done this, but I think your question is important in that what gets measured gets done. Yes. Don't you think? Mm -hmm. And so if you don't have your top level executives and your board of directors invested in this, and then everybody in the company plays their role and they're measured in that way, it doesn't get done. Mm -hmm. And so we've always had, this is just built into our culture, but there's things such as the Marriott uh, Family Foundation has always been a big supporter of the Bridges mm -hmm. organization, yes. which is about bringing you know, young people with disabilities into the hotel industry. Um, it's quite heartwarming. We have a dinner every year as a fundraiser and some of the people that we've hired are there to talk about they might not be working at all mm -hmm. if they weren't given this chance through. And you know, think about a hotel company. We have all kinds of jobs. Yep. Like um, all you could. There's, it's limitless what people can do in in um, a big global hotel company. So I think that's one of the areas that we've done. And then we partner just you know with um, obviously with universities and non for profits. And it's all about whether it's women, whether it's um, you know people of color, whether again it is people that are disadvantaged that they don't know how to go about finding jobs like this. It's mm -hmm. not, and in our industry, it's not all about having a college degree. No, it isn't. It isn't, mm -hmm. right? Which is amazing. Just yep. go find people who love to serve mm -hmm. and we can train you yes. on the job. Mm -hmm. That's, but you gotta have a love of serving and a love of people. Yes. And, um, so it's 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 quite heart heartwarming to work in this space because you got to give people a chance, mm -hmm. right? And then they always make us proud. Yeah. So yeah. and Marriott, um, it's a brand that when people when people get started in the industry here, they never want to leave. No. So yeah. and you know work the labor and workforce development right now is kind of a struggle for a lot of different uh, companies and organizations. So what kind of advice do you have, or what do you think Marriott does in particular that draws people into them and creates such this strong team of people who ultimately become a family. You know, like you said, you've been yeah. here 39 years. Right. It is the place to be. That's it. I think that there's a, well, first of all, you, you, when, if you want to work at Marriott, you have to, you have to believe in our, the culture, which is if you take care of the, your associates, they will take care of the customer and the customer then will be loyal and come back again and again. So this guarantee of fair treatment and everyone is welcome and you take care of those frontline associates. If you've got to believe in that, right? And, and, if, and, that, and so the people that join us and stay believe in this and, and every day that is your mission. And so also I think the reason people stay is we tend to promote from within. Most of our general managers, people in senior level positions started at the front desk mm -hmm. as a bellman, that type of thing. And so that's really, I think, really um, encouraging to know that if you work hard, mm -hmm. there's endless opportunities. And then we were, you know, the big world's largest hotel company. So yes. you want to you want to travel the world. You want to work in another country. You want to work with a luxury brand versus 
we have all these jobs. You don't have to leave. Mm -hmm. And I, and the other part that we are having to do, and we are having to work really hard in our recruiting efforts now because there's a war for talent. So going out and making sure, again, we're working with non-for-profits to find talent there, universities, yeah. you know, really going out and, and making sure that people see that this is a really broad company to work for. You want to work at a hotel? Fantastic. Do you want to work in our co-brand credit card team? You yeah. know, we've got all kinds of people that came from the um, the banks mm -hmm. that are working for us now. And just it's just very it's diverse, but it is a wonderful place if you embrace the culture. Mm -hmm. yeah. And speaking of that, you know, I think you said Marriott. It's one of the biggest global hotel brands ever. And at one point. I think there was a new hotel opening one one every 18 hours at one point. That's exactly right. So what does that look like now and what destinations in the U.S. and globally are hot? Where are you seeing these new hires kind of want to go or promotions happening? And, you know, how where are people really embracing the Marriott brand? Yeah, this is a, such a great question. Um, our new CEO, prior to being the CEO, was the head of development. Okay. So you can only imagine yeah. that our mission is to grow and to make sure that we are growing um, with brands and um, and all these new places in the world. Um, we are probably growing faster outside the United States because there is just unlimited markets to, to go into. I think you saw probably in the past couple of years we got into the all-inclusive mm -hmm. space. Um, our Ritz-Carlton yacht is finally launching in October. That the is first so one. exciting! <laughs> I know, I can't wait to. So exciting. Can't wait to see that yes. in person. Mm -hmm. um, so that's exciting. Um, what we're seeing in the U.S. is, although there are some really exciting projects in the full service space, mm -hmm. like we'll be opening the St. Regis in Chicago yes. in the spring. That's where I'm based. So I am I'm too. Very... Oh, really? I, I didn't know too. that. Yes, well, we gotta we'll get together. To, we'll have to get together, <laughs> celebrate that opening. That's yes, we will do that. Yes. So that's exciting. And then we've got a Ritz Carlton open opening in uh, Portland. Um, we've got a brand new Gaylord that, mm -hmm. that, uh, that's gonna be open. I think that it's gonna be like 2025 or something yeah, like that but in the San, Diego, San Diego area, mm -hmm. which is gonna be amazing. But for the most part in the US, it's more of a, a select service mm -hmm. where the real pipeline is. And um, but, but, but although we have some beautiful luxury hotels, as I said, being open, but outside the US is, that's where every 18 hours it feels like we're opening something. So whether it be Asia Pacific or you know Europe, the Caribbean, Latin America is so strong. So it's really, the pipeline is all over, but outside the US is where most of the big full service is being added in luxury. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, I think it's just, we're very excited about the pipeline. Yeah. It's, it sometimes can be quite overwhelming when you mm -hmm. think about how many we're adding to the portfolio. But yes. It's great for our customers. And it's so many opportunities for meeting planners too. To, oh. to, you, they could go anywhere with your brand. And that really is like with my team with Global Sales, when they're talking to their customers, if that is really their job is to say, we're very big and we have over 8,500 hotels. Our job is to make it feel small mm -hmm. and personalized for you by understanding what do you need because we probably have exactly what you need. Yes. Price point, location, etc. Mm -hmm. So, absolutely. And how is the new headquarters shaping up? Well, um, based in Bethesda, I believe. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Yeah. Will you be based there as well? Are you looking forward to that? Yes. Yeah, so, oh my gosh, this has been so cool. Mm -hmm. So, 
I live in Chicago, but I have an office there. Okay. Yeah, so I go back and forth. But what happened um, is we've been trying to do this for a long time. Mm -hmm. And it's a reflection of what I would say is almost kind of like the new Marriott in terms of if you want to attract people coming into the workforce today, and someone like me too, you need to be in a really modern setting that is um, the way people work today. So the, so one is it's downtown Bethesda, which is right on the Metro line. Mm -hmm. So if you want to live in DC, as an example, it's very easy. That was not true of our past yeah. right, and, um, headquarters. So, and it's, um, so there's, you know, with a walking distance, all kind of restaurants, that kind of thing. But what's really great, it's, it's got this, um, everything is about collaboration. So you pretty much, what I love too about our culture is almost everybody's offices are the exact same size. Yep. No, matter not, no matter your what. Position. Yep. Maybe our sea levels have slightly bigger, but not like you might see in other places. Yep. It's, it's a, it's, and so everybody's got these, and you kind of come in and you can you know, rent a, an office for the day if you want to you know, reserve, lots of open space. Um, I was very proud of the company in that we, we fly in all kinds of people from around the world to train, as you okay. would expect. Yes. The training rooms are all on the top floor. Oh. 360 views. That's not where you put your C-suite. They're, no. they're in the middle of the building. Mm -hmm. And so that I think it just it speaks to the culture. Like everyone's welcome, but it's modern and it's fresh mm -hmm. and it's built for collaboration. So yeah, so I'm, I'll be there next week, yes. back there next week yep. again, and I love working there. How exciting. Yes. Yeah, that is wonderful. Yes. And another thing I wanted to touch on a little bit is the meeting and events demand and availability versus the leisure demand and availability. Mm -hmm. So, you know, leisure kind of came back a little bit before meetings and events mm -hmm. because, as you know, meetings and events can be huge, and getting all that people together in one room is was a little difficult. So how are those markets kind of, coming together right now and the, uh, the hot leisure market has led to skyrocketing room room rates and pricing meetings out due to decreased availability of rooms so what does this kind of look like today and how is that going into 2023 yeah this with well first of all thank god for leisure yes right mm -hmm. right because it it really it changed so my leisure team traditionally was working with customers who wanted to book like outbound mm -hmm. whether that was going to europe for your dream vacation and all of that well when that stopped mm -hmm. everybody had to learn how to like rethink about drive markets or short flights or that type of thing so we leisure was has been strong all along and it's still strong what we're seeing there though are customers well first of all you asked a very important point this isn't about price. This mm -hmm. is like I've, I, I'm willing to pay, but I I no longer will tolerate service failures. Yes, right. And that's so, something that we're seeing. You know, a lot of people struggling with low staff, not enough staffing. That's and it. It's a big struggle right now. It is a very big struggle. It gets better every day. And one of the things that's probably important to note is for the first time in, that I've ever seen in the industry, in particular in our company, is we used to really gauge a success of a hotel about were they able to drive 100% occupancy every night at the highest rate. Mm -hmm. Now, it's all about rate. Yeah. So if you can't staff up enough at this point, and you, it, it's about maybe you don't sell out every night, but you sell out to where you can service. Mm -hmm. and, and that's a really amazing change of thought so with the leisure customer, what we're seeing is they're still strong, 
but they're starting to book back into normal patterns. Okay. So I'm not going to say, I'm coming tomorrow, I'm coming tomorrow, I'm coming mm -hmm. next week, but I might say, you know, I'm going to go ahead and plan my family vacation for next spring or the holidays. Makes it easier to service in mm -hmm. the hotels. A lot less Although, kind of coming all at once. And you can forecast and yes. staff and all that. Meetings and events has been the most pleasant surprise of all. Because we really thought business travel would come back second and then meetings, events. Because like you said, I'm gathering a bunch of people. We're almost back to 2019 levels in wow. meetings. And it is short term and it is coming fast. And it is, um, we are so pleased. Like the, we are built for meetings and events. We mm -hmm. have so many big hotels that are here yep. at IMAX. You can see them all here, and we need group business. Even our luxury hotels need a nice group base mm -hmm. in order to build on top of that. So groups and meetings are definitely back, rates up significantly. Um, but I think the important part there is, I think we've had really good discussions with customers here, because at the end of the day, it is still difficult for hotels because the you know to get talent, mm -hmm. we're paying more, supply chain we all in our lives are paying more so we're still having to try to help our owners and franchisees with profit yes it's still there's they're still not back on the profit mm -hmm. but it's coming it it's coming. is coming it everything is, is looking looking forward we're looking up that's it that's the attitude to yes. have right there yeah so my final question for you is what trends in general are you seeing that are affecting the meetings and events industry in relation to marriott but also outside of it that you're seeing planners kind of you know, maybe they're requesting sustainable meetings That's or maybe they're looking for more accessibility. What trends do you see um, that are kind of rising to the top that Marriott is emphasizing and really taking control of? Well, num you, you, first of all, you said it. I, I have been surprised at how much sustainability, in, whether it's business travel or groups and meetings, how that has risen to the top. Mm -hmm. Like we are probably talking about that with every single customer. Mm -hmm. And what I'm trying to stay really on top of this and what I'm fascinated with is it means something different to everyone. And so for some customers, it's if you could just have a meetings and events package where I would be able to offset mm -hmm. my carbon footprint and help me do that. And other customers are like, I don't want to do offsets. I want to have tangible ways that my carbon was offset in that meeting. Mm -hmm. And so we're working with our events team and our global operations team to come up with different ways we can serve the customer. We did a, um, a pilot in Europe with four hotels and that was about a carbon offset program where it was really successful because Europe really is almost ahead of the United States in this space, don't you? Yes. Would you agree? Yeah. So we started there and now we're working on that, but we very much want to work with our customers on what does it mean to you and how can we help? Because, um, and that's some for some it's just I need really good reporting mm -hmm. like at the end of this I need to be able to take that back to my leadership yeah so I think that that's really important I think that we probably talk in addition to that more about experiences yes. on property we're talking um, about you know how can these meetings be better and you know we talked about the Google like we're doing something with Google yeah the also the other thing is that technology I yes think, right a very big trend very right now. big and we're while um, our Bonvoy program and our app have been tremendously successful in the B to C world mm -hmm. now we're trying to build it out in the B to B world so yes. we're trying to you know, talk to our uh, customers meeting professionals about let's think about you've got 500 people checking in today mm -hmm. 
if everybody had the Bonvoy app and everybody used that, right? Mobile check-in, mobile key to chat. First of all, the, the, the check-in experience is going to be amazing, mm -hmm. right? No and more mile-long lines. No, I go straight to my room, mm -hmm. or I can request. And we're trying to build that into reg process and on-property experiences. And how could we do a really cool, you know, Bonvoy event d during your meeting? And, and like, uh, there's just there's all kinds of things I think you can do. So I think the technology, the digital play. Um, and then it's availability right now, surprisingly, yeah. if mm -hmm. you really want certain dates and certain locations, we're gonna have to get further out. Yeah, there was a lot of congestion, you know, right at the at the start, you know, events really kind of picked back up in June. They were really coming in fast and Chicago saw a lot of kind of compression and all of these events wanting to come in all at once, back to back to back to back. So how is Marriott doing with, you know, booking into the future and seeing those events kind of roll in at a less of an intense yeah. rate recently. Yeah, we're hoping this, we still see what you're describing. Yeah. Yeah, and and it's even for our poor, sometimes our event management teams are like, oh my gosh, I need to talk to this customer at their meeting that's coming in in a couple months, but we just had three groups book for next week. Yeah. It's really quite amazing mm -hmm. and something we haven't seen traditionally, but we do think this will start to even out. Future years aren't, they're strong, but they're not as strong as they historically were. Mm -hmm. And what we're hearing, particularly in the association segment, is I need to get done with my annual this year yep. to see how did it pick up? What do I need to change in terms of how this meeting is set up? What we're being told is Q4 is gonna be really strong yeah. with bookings for the future. Mm -hmm. And so we're keeping our fingers crossed yes. that comes through. <laughs> Hopefully, I will keep, be keeping them crossed for That's you. Right. Well, Tammy, those were all of my questions for okay. you, but did you have any final thoughts to add before we wrap this up today? I just thank you, first of all, for, of for wanting to even you know talk to us and ask us questions. And I think at the end of the day, uh, we so appreciate our customers mm -hmm. and, Sometimes, you know, when you think about like when all the business went away and our people didn't work and now you think how grateful they are. Every business traveler, every leisure traveler, every meeting that's booked, that puts our people back to work. And we are just so grateful. Smiles on everyone's faces. So grateful. Yes. Well, everyone, this was Tammy Ruth, Marriott's Head of Global Sales, live from IMAX America 2022. I'm Taylor Smith, Destinations and Features Content Developer with Meetings Today. Thank you so much for tuning in to this podcast. And if you are interested in listening to more, head over to meetingstoday.com to see what else we have to offer. Thanks for listening.